Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, February 26th, 2021. It has been 134 days since the Tony nominations were announced. It's I true. am Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, I kind of got a few riffs on the tweeter machine on Thursday that mm. started with uh, a tweet that uh, Grace sent from the Broadway Radio account uh, where yes, she, yes. she had the picture of Catherine Hahn winking as Agnes slash Agatha Harkness on WandaVision and it she said we're gonna get uh, Tony Awards this year or something like that and <laughs> yeah. winked and I said this is me like I didn't do this I was, tweet, say, I like, was very I thought for a second you might have done it no I don't then... I'm not good at the memes but I um I tweeted like this is my essence even if I didn't do it and then later in the day it turns out that future Tony winner, I'm quite sure, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the star of the upcoming West Side Story uh, remake movie, Rachel Ziegler, has been cast in Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods, um, uh, which is a sequel to Shazam, starring Zachary mm. Levi, I think two-time Tony nominee? Two-time, uh, two-time. Two-time, two-time Tony nominee. So, I, as I said on Twitter, like, lots of synergy between the musical theater and the superhero uh, m- worlds that make up my being. So, l- I loved that on very Thursday. Very much. I was going to say, Thursday was very much your day. Everything was coming up, Tamanini. Yeah, and we're going to end this episode today with some more musical theater superhero synergy. But we will get of to course, that first. Of course. Before we get into the news, I want to let all of you know that we have a very, very special guest on this week on Broadway. The one and only Patula Clark will be joining James yeah, and the crew. Yeah, so, cool. I know, like, that's fancy stuff there. Very. If you want to listen to that interview live and potentially submit questions for it, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. All right, Ashley, let's get into the news, and let's start with the fact that yesterday Lincoln Center announced the launch of a new exciting initiative designed to help kickstart the performing arts sector and to contribute to the revival of New York City. The program, called Restart Stages, will feature 10 outdoor performance and rehearsal spaces across New York City. The various venues and events that come along with them will feature a cabaret-style stage on Hearst Plaza, a dedicated family and kids area um, with uh, arts activities for young people, multiple venues for rehearsals. Um, They will also open up the artistic process to visitors through programming. There will be spaces for public school graduations. They will also recognize the extraordinary achievements of students under different difficult circumstances through different events. And there will be an outdoor reading room created in partnership with the New York Public Library for the Performing Arts. Now, these individual spaces will be scattered across New York City. They will not all be centered on Lincoln Center's campus. And this whole initiative will launch on World Health Day, April 7th, with a special performance dedicated to healthcare workers. Now, in addition, Ashley, the arts programming will work in conjunction with other social causes uh, important to New Yorkers, including blood drives in partnership with the New York Blood Center, food distributions in partnership with Food Bank for New York City, and these locations will serve as a designated primary election polling place in partnership with the Board of Elections. Sweet. 
I know. Finally, select restart stages events will be offered via live stream on Lincoln Center and partner organizations' digital platforms, increasing access nationally and internationally well beyond those that would be able to visit the actual physical venues. Um, Ashley, I've got to be honest with you. We have talked a lot uh, over the past year about the fact that very few people and or organizations have stepped up to do much to help the community. This is not necessarily the biggest thing that could have happened, but I think this is actually a bigger deal than people realize Um, with an organization like Lincoln Center investing in things that are specifically to try to get the ball rolling. So I'm hoping that we see more of this. Uh, I'm hoping that this goes incredibly well. And even though I will not be (laughs) in the city to see um, how any of these things actually go, I will be very excitedly watching from afar. Yeah, this is really important. Uh, And there's a lot there. Like everything you just listed, it it seemed like there was one thing after another after another that was kind of like hidden in it. Because the first thing that I saw when the release came out was that, you know, we have all these performance spaces that we're doing now, uh, which is great. Absolutely great. And it's something that I've been waiting for for a while. Like that, I would say like back when, you know, we were talking about the first outdoor equity performances with Godspell in Massachusetts. I'm like, okay. Yeah, last fall. Yeah. So the thing that we're going to have to do first is to have outdoor performances for a while. And, you know, New York City has to really step up and do things like that, especially like maybe in, you know, in that area of Lincoln Center where they usually have met live and stuff like that and you know the met will be closed till at least november so they now have all these spaces to do things outdoors that they didn't have before or that was already being used up so that's great now when you start getting into all the other stuff the social aspect of everything with the blood drive which you know (laughs) i have mixed feelings about uh and then you know arts programming and food distribution and uh, you know, a polling place. Like, this is all so, so great and so needed. You know, as you already said, we've been looking for more organizations to step up and do things. And we've talked about it in the sense of like theaters trying to become vaccination sites, which would obviously be great. As you and I were talking right before recording, like, it's very difficult to get vaccines right now. So I think, you know, in, on the social, like, in the social aspect, this is a major step for especially when the summer comes around and we're going to need to be doing all these things constantly because people will still have been out of work for at that point. Oh God, 15 months. Yeah. um, I'm not good enough at math to, to calculate that, but yeah, it'll be rough. All right, Ashley, on that depressing note, let's take a break to talk about (laughs) our incredibly exciting, yeah, half depressing, but uh, let's talk about our sponsor this week, audible.com. And it is super Super exciting. I have been a longtime fan uh, and user of Audible. Um, But actually, for the folks out there that aren't familiar with what Audible is, catch them up on the things that you and I have known for years, if not decades. Yeah. I mean, I talk about Audible like every day on this show at this point because I love it so much. If you don't know, Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place, and that includes the largest selection of audiobooks from everything from bestsellers and celebrity memoirs, languages, motivation, whatever you're into, plus a ton of binge-worthy podcasts, you know, like ours, though I don't think we're actually on Audible, but, you know, they can get on that. (laughs) (laughs) As an Audible member, you will get one credit every month, and you can trade it in for any 
title in their catalog. Plus, they have this new Plus catalog, which includes music, guided fitness, meditation, those podcasts, and everything on there, I believe, is free. Like, you don't have to use credits for that, which is great. Uh, You can use Audible across multiple devices. You can go from your phone to your iPad to your computer to whatever else and use those credits right away. Keep them for up to a year. If you decide on something and you're not loving it, you can simply swap it out for something else. Yeah, and what's great is you talk about that that premium plus package um, that are a, yeah. a ton of things that are included in addition to the things that you can buy with your monthly credit. Included in that is a ton of theater content that Audible has invested in capturing. All the stuff that we talked about last fall uh, from the Williamstown Theater Festival, the production of Streetcar Named Desire, Photograph 51, uh, Chonburi International Hotel and Butterfly Mm -hmm. Club. And the thing that I just downloaded today, actually, is the new play by Stacey Osei-Kufour called Animals. It's directed by Whitney White. And it has this phenomenal cast with William Jackson Harper from Amazing. The Good Place and various Amazing. theater things. Um, Jason Butler Harner, who is a Broadway guy and multiple drama desk nominee, was in Coast of Utopia. Um, then there's Madeline Brewer, who's on The Handmaid's Tale, who's in it. And then Asia Naomi King, whom I have had such a huge crush on for so long, dating back to uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, So it's a really, really cool show. The description is fantastic. Um, There's all these dinner guests, they arrive, and there's a spontaneous marriage proposal, and all of these things kind of come together. It's a traditional dining room uh, comedy, and it gets into the muddy intersection of romantic entanglement, identity, pride, and survival. I'm very much looking forward to listen to that. Very nice. Into that. Yeah. So if you want to listen to animals or anything else on Audible, visit audible.com slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio to 500-500. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio to 500-500. All right, actually, moving back into the news on Wednesday, the New York State Comptroller, which is one of my favorite words, even though I'm not it's 100% one. sure what it means. Um, that, they, they and gu- re- that and gubernatorial. Yeah, another very good uh, uh, governmental word exactly. there. Um, but the Comptroller released a report that is, again, getting us back into some very depressing uh, stuff. It states that employment among uni- New York City workers in the arts, entertainment, and recreation sectors unsurprisingly fell 66% between December 2019 and December 2020. The total number of arts jobs in the city dropped from 87,000 in 2019 to 34,100 in 2020, which marks the largest employment decline out of all sectors in the city's economy. Now, for the sake of this report, this is, again, arts, entertainment, and recreation. So that includes live theater, but it also includes industries like museums, sporting events, zoos, botanical gardens, and more. So it's a very broad reach as to what's included in that, but they all deal with essentially – People needing to be out in public and tourists and stuff like that. And for further bad news, the current employment totals are essentially at the same level as they were last April when job losses really kind of started as the pandemic initially began. Obviously not great, Ashley. And, you know, normally I'd like to 
spin this into something more silver lining, yeah. uh, silver lining-y yeah. and optimistic, but I just don't have a good sense as to how many of these positions will be refilled once things get back to operational. Obviously, yeah, yeah. there's going to be the the front of house type of people that need to interact with folks. Sure. But I wonder how many of the administrative positions just won't be refilled because people are going to be looking to balance their budgets that had a year to a year and a half of not having much, if any, income. Not only balancing their budgets, and this is just something I think about a lot, you think of the sheer number of employees that we had pre-pandemic in the arts sectors, those those are just going to have to be cut as a method of retaining space for a while. So we might not get I – mean, that could be something that lasts, you know, indefinitely. You mean like socially distancing right, space? Right, exa- gotcha, exactly, gotcha, gotcha. exactly. So that could be something that, you know, lasts indefinitely or permanently, or it could be something that's very temporary until, again, we hit – you know, 100% vaccine rate, if that's even possible, which it's not because not everyone will get it. But you know, um, yeah, I, I don't have a silver lining to this other than like, I've been looking into a lot of like the jobs that have actually been created in the arts industry because of COVID. So now on film sets and, you know, television sets, there are now COVID supervisors and assistants and there are those yeah. kind of new jobs, which is really fascinating to me. But I mean, those are coming in place of losing so many jobs. It's just a difficult situation. And it's really, really depressing and disheartening. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a long road back. But uh, I guess the only thing we can do is be optimistic that eventually that road yeah. will actually start and we'll start moving on exactly. from there. All right. So let's move into the last newsy section of today's show with some quick TV, film and streaming items. First, Deadline reported yesterday that Meryl Streep will once again star in a Broadway-themed film, this time called Places, Please. It is described as a love letter to theater artists and will follow Streep's character, who, again, is a Broadway-leading lady, this time who prides herself on (laughs) never missing a performance. But then as her next Broadway show uh, approaches, she has to deal with the consequences of what she gave up for her uh, career and uh, persistence, I guess. The script is being penned by Elizabeth Seldes' Anna Cohn and will be directed by Tony and Pulitzer Prize winner William Christopher, whom you might know best uh, for getting a martini thrown in his face by Angelica Houston in every other episode of Smash (laughs) as he played the role of Jerry Rand. I don't know that because I still haven't seen Smash, but I love that description of a person. Did you watch Mr. Robot? I have seen a decent amount of Mr. Robot, but in a way that I need to go back and watch it because I don't feel like I retained it as well as I should have. He is essentially one of the big bads in that he is the okay. CEO of E Corp um, okay, named so yeah. Philip Price. So he's gotcha. uh, he's one of the baddies. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Anyway. Sticking with TV, next <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series, will launch its second season on Disney Plus on Friday, May 14th. The second season will feature 12 episodes and will center on a production of Beauty and the Beast. And we know Andrew Barth Feldman has joined the production uh, as a French exchange student. And if he doesn't play Lumiere, I guess that is going to be uh, a ridiculous thing. But anyway, um, also this weekend on this new audio social media platform, Clubhouse, that I haven't really paid much attention to because yeah, I soon. 
I can't I can't get into another social media thing. But on Saturday and Sunday of this week, a host of theater stars will be performing in four different concert performances of Dreamgirls. It looks like there will be a different cast for each performance. Many of the stars will be um, returning to roles that they have played either on Broadway or in London or on tours or regionally. The cast will feature uh, recent Tommy Moore guest Marisha Wallace, Alex Newell, Jelani Remy, Nick Rashad Burroughs, and more. Yes! I love I, that. I don't know what Clubhouse like- is, but it might be worth me uh, checking out. I was going to say, I think it's just like essentially, you know, audio only rooms to hang out in based on certain topics. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Uh, but Alex Newell and Dreamgirls is, exa- is, is exactly where I want to be. And very good. Um, and finally, starting on March 15th, the Goodspeed Opera House will launch its own streaming service, Goodspeed On Demand. Could have gone with a little more creative title, but I no. understand. Uh, it will feature, quote, never-before-seen archive recordings of past Goodspeed productions to filmed theatrical performances by musical theater legends to unique concerts from some of the best and brightest performers on the stage today. The first production available will be the the new musical Passing Through, which played Goodspeed's Terrace Theater in 2019, and that will be available beginning on March 15th. Excellent. And actually, actually I'm going to break in with some uh, breaking, breaking news yes so i just got a press release um that the producers behind the upcoming broadway play thoughts of a colored man have confirmed mm. that the show will play broadway's golden theater Ooh, um, very read, nice yes reading directly from the press release signaling signaling a genuine moment of optimism about the future return of theater in new york city this morning the marquee for thoughts of a colored man was installed at the Golden Theater, making it the first new show to take up residence at a Broadway theater since the pandemic forced all plays and musicals to stop performances on March 12th, 2020. Um, So very, very cool. Um, Very much exciting. That's excellent. Oh. Yeah, when I when I spoke with uh, Ron Simons on an episode, gosh, I don't even remember it was or last year, um, he talked about being a producer on this show. So I'm very excited to uh, oh, yeah. to see what this is. Oh God, a marquee going up! That'll make me so emotional. I'm gonna have to go see it and cry. I get so emotional, exactly. baby. All right. That's been on repeat on my Spotify lately. Well oh, done. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh go. yeah. Uh, All right, let's talk about some other things that might either make us emotional or at least feel good. Um, Yesterday, the American Film Institute released some special videos honoring um, their AFI Awards Special Award honoree Hamilton. Lin-Manuel Miranda does um, kind of an uh, introduction of Hamilton. And then Renee Elise Goldsberry and Leslie Odom Jr. do videos um, going behind the scenes of Hamilton. Those are very cool. And we will have links in the show notes. And I promised that I would end the show with an amalgamation of musical theater and superheroes. You might have noticed if you've been on the social meds that the latest song from the Marvel uh, TV Disney Plus show WandaVision called Agatha All Along has been quite the popular ditty. In fact, Ah, it's like number three on like 
I don't know if the Billboard charts or the iTunes charts or whatever on mm. Spotify. It is very, very popular. Yeah. Um, and I've got a couple of videos. The first one, somebody <laughs> to, uh, pieced together a bunch of like Marvel scenes, either from like behind the scenes stuff on DVDs or from the actual films of the stars dancing and then put it to the music. Uh-huh. That's very fun. Um, and of course, there are theater stars in there as well, um, with, uh, of course, Tony Winner, uh, Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans and Mark Ruffalo and all that stuff. But the one that I was really excited about was last night I saw that Tiana Paris, who plays Monica Rambeau in WandaVision, she was cooking or something. I can't tell if it was in a house or in her trailer, like on set of something. And she was legitimately dancing to Agatha all along. And she was Cute. getting down. And I sent it to Oliver Roth and a couple other people. But Oliver and I talk about Marvel stuff all the time. And he <laughs> reminded me. I did not remember this, even though I've been watching Tiana on this show for seven weeks. Tiana Paris was in the New York Theater Workshop production of Slave Play. I saw her oh, in Slave Play. Oh, yeah. And I completely forgot. She left to film the upcoming Candyman remake, um, and she couldn't Ugh, go to Broadway. Can't wait. And she was replaced by uh, Jakina Colacongo, who is now a Tony nominee. Yeah. Um, so I forgot that Tiana Paris, of course, um, has a theater background and made me love her even more. But the video of her dancing to it is just so much fun. So I will have a link to all of that in the show notes. And if you haven't checked out WandaVision, I'm you really, really should. It. I'm getting you really, it. Really should. We, we talked about that song off air, right? That wasn't we on did. air? Okay. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, we I'm talked about it off air. I'm getting to it. Yeah. Yeah. And the, lo- um, the song I didn't mention was written by Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez. They have up till now, I think, had a song in almost every episode. They are, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a lot of classic TV references and they have mm-hmm. written a bunch of theme songs in there. Um, so they have done a ton of writing and they are all brilliant and meta and perfect. So it's lots get- of musical theater connections. It's there. getting me to watch a Marvel property. So. That's a that's a big big step. It's, it's the Shakespeare of our time. Anyway, that's, wow, we're just <laughs> we're just gonna throw that around loosely, I guess. Yeah. Well, Shakespeare was Shakespeare was for the common man. They were epics for the common man mm. back in the Elizabethan era. Mm. Anyway, that mm. is all that we have mm. for today. Thank you for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Oh, you can find me on Twitter and oh, Instagram. Yeah, no, this is that. Ashley. I love what you don't intro me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's my favorite. Just leave me here hanging. I mean, we've been doing it for a year. I figure I didn't need to actually prompt you, but that's fine. You're right. I mean, Ashley, where can people find you? I already did it. Too late. Oh, I'm keeping it, it in. <laughs> keeping it in. <laughs> All right. Don't forget that uh, on Sunday, this week on Broadway, we'll welcome Patula Clark. Uh, if you want to hear that live or submit questions, head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. All right, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. We are well over the 20-minute mark, so we are getting yeah. kooky as all get out. Have a wonderful <laughs> weekend, and we will be back to talk to you on Monday. Bye.